Welcome to season four of the Rooted in God's Word podcast. I am Becky Meyerson, and I am so glad that you are here. This season is all about everyday women praying for the ones we love and the issues of life with a heart filled with faith, truth, and God's Word. Do you ever take time to pray and can't seem to find the words? Do you forget to pray for the main issues of life and the people you love? Me too! Do you feel like your prayers are limited and not as effective as they could be? Or have you become lazy in prayer or lost heart? I understand. Just like you, I know prayer is important, but life gets busy, I get discouraged, and my best intentions disappear. That is about to change. Get ready for a supercharge into your prayer life. This podcast season corresponds with a study guide now available on my website called Pray and Don't Lose Heart. Working through this study guide will help you develop a plan to become re-energized in prayer. Follow the link in the bio to purchase this study guide. I have invited my friend Pamela Nelson to co-host this podcast season with me. Pamela is an ordained pastor, senior spiritual director, certified biblical counselor, and certified life coach. Pamela lives in Montana, a place she calls three miles from heaven. And I live in Minnesota, the land of lakes, forests, and family farms. Today, we each have our cup of coffee at our desks. Our hearts are connected even though we are a little over a thousand miles apart. And we are looking forward to spending the next few minutes with you. So no matter where you are today, welcome, enjoy the podcast, and stick with us to the end because we are going to be praying for you. Are you ready? Let's head into today's podcast. Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to episode one. Today, we're starting our study on Pray and Don't Lose Heart. We want to encourage you to be alert in prayer as you send your children off to school, as you start new projects at work, as you design your monthly calendar, and as you daily release to God the issues of life that are weighing heavy on your heart. We want to give you that boost that you need to not give up on praying. Pamela, it is so great to have you join me on this podcast. I can't believe that we are doing this. It's so <laughs> exciting, Becky. I'm meeting with one of the mentors and prayer warriors in my life. Oh. And so what an honor to be here. I'm so excited. Uh, this is incredible content and it has been rich for me already because it, it really resonates with what I do all day long. In being a spiritual director and a counselor, I cannot enter into a session without directly praying for during our time, if I'm with someone that is of faith, um, praying to the Holy Spirit, who is our wonderful counselor, recognizing Jesus as our Prince of Peace, and then having the Heavenly Father attend to what is on his heart for the Mm. person meeting with me. And so, you know, that's our prayer for for our Mm -hmm. whole time together. And you also have to know that there are incredible benefits to our bodies and to our brains when we pray. When we give things over to a God who can lift them off of us and take them on him, it takes us from that anxious place of fight or or flight or freeze that's in Mm -hmm. the amygdala and the hippocampus and all this other thing. And it moves us to the thinking part of our brain. It releases us. It actually calms down our nervous system and our body starts to regulate into itself. It allows us to make wise decisions 
when we pray. So, oh, this just couldn't be a better topic for, for me and for what I do and for all of the listeners, all of those joining with us. So good. I, I sense that, don't you? You sense oh, that yeah. when you pray. Yes. It's just the calmness of God and that just settles on you and you can just feel the insides of you just relaxing just mm-hmm. coming well, into you know, alignment. Yeah. You know, he's with you. You know, mm-hmm. he has said he is, he is Emmanuel, God with us. And mm-hmm. so we know that we are not alone in our thoughts, that he absolutely enters into that place. And we can agree with him on the truth of his word mm-hmm. and then release those angel armies on our behalf. And oh, it's so powerful. Yes. That prayer is just, it's engaging in a conversation with him, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is. It's, it's just refocusing on who he is. And like yeah. you said, his presence with us mm-hmm. and, and really telling ourselves that again, confirming yes. that again in our lives. Well, this study of pray and don't lose heart, it, it's got a few moving pieces kind of all going on at the same time. We are memorizing and learning uh, more about the Lord's Prayer, and I love that part. I've loved studying that. I just have learned so much to, for this familiar prayer that we, we all know. Yeah. But then we're digging deeper into what the Word of God says about prayer, and then we are developing prayer worksheets, which I just love. I have done this over many, many, many years, at mm-hmm. kind of not all of the time, but many times. When I have said, wait a minute, I, I got to just target in here on some prayer. You know, mm-hmm. I will, I'll get out a sheet of paper and have them taped different places, you know, taped in the <laughs> yeah. bathroom on the mirror, taped on the kitchen refrigerator, but we're going to develop prayer work worksheets that are just going to keep us targeting the people and the issues of life with mm-hmm. faith and truth and God's word. Yes. So just as we headed into this lesson one, um, Pamela as you studied it, what stood out to you? What's one point that impacted you? Well, I have to tell you that right at the beginning of the study is an amazing quote from Max Lucado. I actually just spoke it out yesterday in a message that I gave, but it says, our prayers may be awkward, our attempts may be feeble, but since the power of prayer is in the one who hears it and not in the one who says it, our prayers do make a difference. And it is truly all again about the one who hears it and the one who has the power to actually move on our behalf. And so, you know, really this first lesson of focusing in on asking and being intentional and keeping going with it on, on recognizing that the presence of the one who hears it actually, again, takes it from our mind, our care, our concern. We're doing that active word of casting it. Mm-hmm. on him. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, Becky, you're in Minnesota and I'm in Montana. Mm-hmm. We've got fly fishing here, probably a little bit different fishing where you are at, Yes, but, but it is, it is this, um, process of casting it on him. And there is a process that I do in counseling called catch and release. I have people put in their hands and with everything that feels weighty to them, that they actually place it in their hands and then squeeze a little tighter. Mm. and squeeze a little tighter with everything. So, so to the point where I said, now, ladies, be careful if you have nails <laughs> because you don't <laughs> want to draw blood, but, but with everything, it gets a little tighter and they're holding their palms up. And then in the release part of it, they turn their palms over and they picture the hands of Jesus mm. right underneath their hands. And he says, release it to me, daughter. And when you've been squeezing your hands tightly for a couple minutes, you, you do, it is painful. And 
that's what's, that's what's happening in your body when you're holding onto something you're supposed to release. You open up your fingers, you feel the blood come back into your fingers and back into your arms. And you say the blood of Jesus that was shed for me, it's now the blood that's flowing through me because I've released it to him. Oh, Pamela, that's so good. <laughs> and we're actually Zooming, so we're seeing each other as we're recording this audio. <laughs> um, and, and Pamela's doing it, and I'm like, I need to do this too. So <laughs> listener, do this unless you're driving. Do it now or do it at the end of this podcast. Taking, what did you say? Taking all of what we're worried and concerned about? Yes. Yeah. So, you know, typically um, there's a couple things that are heavy on our heart. And you just say, Lord Jesus, I place that person, I place that concern, I place that request, I place that need for healing, I place that thing that is chaotic in my mind, that is confusing. And with each one of those things, you place it in your hand and you squeeze a little tighter to the point where your hand is uncomfortable. It's mm-hmm. feeling what your body's feeling because your body cares that carries that un, you know, uncomfortable place. You don't realize it, but you're walking with it and it feels heavy. And then, it, and then you turn your hands over. By this time, your, your knuckles might be a little white. <laughs> your fingers might be uncomfortable. Yes. And then yes. when you say, Jesus, he doesn't drop it. His hands are right underneath yours, those nail scarred hands. And you slowly open up your fingers and you give it to him. And that, that tactile, that response of allowing, again, your fingers to kind of come to life, they feel tingly and, and you just deep breathe and you just thank the Lord. Thank you, God, for taking what is weighty on me. I'm giving it to you. I've cast my cares on you because you care for me. I'm giving it to the God who can do something about it. I'm releasing it. I'm going on with my day. And, um, and it's just, oh, it's so powerful. Oh, well, even right now my fingers feel so much better when they're released. <laughs> yes. you know, they got yes. so tight. Yes. You could just feel it. That just was, and, and to picture that that was what was going on in my body. Yes. And then you feel, like you said, that blood flow out into your fingers. There is mm-hmm. such a sense of release mm-hmm. and relief. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. That is so awesome. Yeah. Well, as I was going through this lesson, I just got stuck and meditated on Acts 17, 27, and a little bit of 28. Now, uh, we were studying this verse um, when we were heading into the Lord's Prayer. Yeah. And the, we're starting to memorize the Lord's Prayer, which says, In this manner, therefore, pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, mm. our Father in heaven. So I was in the, in our study, we're looking at Acts 17 and it says verse, verse 27, his purpose. Well, let me back up verse 26 for one man. He created all the nations throughout the whole earth. He decided beforehand when they should rise and fall. And he determined their boundaries. I love that boundaries. His purpose was for the nations to seek after God and perhaps feel their way toward him and find him, though he is not far from any one of us. I was just meditating on that verse of, okay, his purpose is so that I would seek him. I mean, he, he desires that I, that I open up in prayer to him, that I, that that's one of the ways that we can seek him is, is to pray. And then that phrase, feel my way toward him. 
oh, oh, so often I don't know how to pray. I don't know where I'm really headed. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm, I'm groping my way. I love that. I'm like, it's right here. It's right yeah. here. That I, it's okay. I am feeling my way toward him and that we would find him because he's not far away. And just that part of the Lord's prayer, our father in heaven, this verse shows to me the imminence of God, how near he is, how close he is, how intimately he is involved in our lives and wants to be and desires to be. But then our father in heaven, there's also a transcendence part of God that is so beyond what I can even comprehend. And so we've got the big and we've got the small of God and they're both at the same time. And there's a balance in all of that. And I was just reminded of my word for the year is higher. And it's out of, out of Isaiah 55 verses um, eight and nine of his thoughts or like my thoughts are nothing like his thoughts because his thoughts are higher than mine. And just taking this year to remind myself God's not thinking the same way I am. He's, I don't see the whole picture here of the things and the people I'm praying for. I don't understand all of the details. I don't, I don't understand all of the makings of what's going on, but God does. And there is a higher place that I can move to. And I think prayer brings me there too. It brings me to, okay, wait a minute. The bigness of God, the closeness, because he can be found and he yeah. wants to know my need and the things that are on my heart, but the bigness of God that he sees a picture that's beyond what I even know the answer to right now. So I was just so blessed by, by that scripture. And aren't you glad that God is so much bigger Oh man. <laughs> that he, you know, and I, as you were talking, Becky, I had, I just had a vision of original intent of the garden, you know, the closeness of God that he walked with Adam and Eve, you know, his closeness was there. Like the original intent was the garden. And then because of the fall, because he also gave them free will that then to get back, to be able to have relationship, um, he sent his son. And again, it's not about just, I think oftentimes we read the Bible and it seems just instructional, but it's, it's relational Yes. and prayer is relational. Mm -hmm. Um, We can't know the grace uh, of God just by definition. We need to know it by relationship. So exactly Mm -hmm. what you were talking about. Mm -hmm. Prayer is all about that original intent in the garden of relationship with us. It's not just reading the word of God. It's relationship. He wants us to talk to him. He says, my sheep hear me and they know me. They know my voice. Mm -hmm. I I would know my father's voice and my mother's voice, and we can know the voice of God. And so that's Mm -hmm. what prayer is. It's that relationship. It's so good. So good. I have just really been focusing in my, in my own life, but also encouraging women to start asking God questions and starting a two-way conversation with him, (laughs) like, like pour it all out. Just ask him questions, but pour out your heart to him. But then listen, Mm. listen to what he's saying, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and listener, I just want to encourage you open up your heart before the Lord with the things that are heavy on your heart, just begin to pray. And, you know, one of the moving parts of this Bible study is prayerless. 
And Pamela, you and I started our prayer list, didn't we? We did. <laughs> we started our worksheets. And yes. I'm encouraging you to at least start developing. Um, and this this will take like eight weeks to fill yeah. out this worksheet. In starting it, we have a circle in the middle of it that we either have a person or a group or an issue that we are praying about. And then our step one this week is be specific even with a word or two, but be specific and begin to make your list. This will, I know God's going to, God's going to open up more things. I know as he <laughs> leads us in our prayer, he'll open up more things, but what is one situation that you are targeting in prayer? And maybe what also did you write on your prayer list? Yeah, I, I have, I have three different lists. Uh, one of, I'm going to share the one that has a group on it right now, because it is a, a group of people who need some miraculous healings in their life. And so, you know, Becky, you were talking about having this conversation with the Lord, ask him questions. If you want to see a lot of really crazy questions and declarations that were asked in the scripture, read the Psalms. Um, and we're pretty <laughs> sure that David was bipolar because <laughs> just all yes. over the place. And, and there is no question off the table and, you know, the Lord already knows what's on your heart. And so you might as well say it, you know, this is about crying out to him in prayer. Yes. And, and so I have three specific people that I am praying for miracles for that outside of the grace and the blessing and the healing of God, that, that these things are not going to happen. And so, so my two words that go along with, with agreeing that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, that he still does miracles, that he is the God of the impossible. My two crazy human words are ridiculous and bold. <laughs> and and it, it feels ridiculous to even say what I'm asking in prayer for these people, because this would be very bold if the, if the Lord um, did these miracles. And yet I'm going to pray until it's ridiculous to not pray it. And so those are my words. Mm. That's my, it's on my, I love that you said worksheet. Cause I've done, you know, I've done Mark Batterson with draw the circle and circle mm. is a part of it, but it is a, I believe that it is a sheet of doing the prayer work because it is the work of prayer. You know, we do have to work like it depends on us and pray like it depends on God. As yes. Mark Batterson would say, yes. and it, and so we do have to recognize that it, it, it is our intentionality in that work. So mm -hmm. I love that you're calling it a mm -hmm. worksheet. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you reminded me of a friend that I have. I was in a Bible study with her once and she came with this big three ring spiral notebook. So we've got two pages laid out and she said, this is my prayer focus for the year. Wow. And throughout the whole year, as God gave her new verses to pray into that situation, they're mm. written right there. I mean, mm. she visually has it right there. And that's yeah. my prayer for these worksheets mm -hmm. is that we, you can build your own. You don't have to mm -hmm. use the one that I've got in the, you know, in the back of the book, you can build your own, however it works best for you, but begin making it very visible so that mm. we can stay focused. Yeah. So one of my, I've got my three uh, that I've started <laughs> with and more is on the way, but one of my three are uh, my granddarlings, my, my mm. grandchildren. I've got two of them, two granddarlings that are in the early teenager age. Yeah. Uh, just praying for them. We are actually recording this uh, just a couple of weeks before they're going to head back to school. And this always seemed to be the season you and I both as moms, 
Yeah. We started thinking about our kids going back to school and covering them with prayer. I mean, being oh, yeah. a whole lot more diligent. And I'm thinking mm -hmm. I'm praying for my granddarlings and especially these two teenagers. <laughs> and, yes. and so on my prayer list, I, I have um, protection down as one mm -hmm. of them. Uh, the craziness of the world. You know, I just, I'm going to pray for protection. I'm yes. going to pray help with their emotions. It's actually how mm -hmm. God created them with mm -hmm. these crazy teenager emotions. <laughs> but I think I, I, we can pray. I'm going to pray mm -hmm. about help with those emotions, wisdom for their parents. Oh, yeah. And did I need that as a parent, you know, yeah. so wisdom for their parents and then just growing in wisdom and maturity, like the mm -hmm. verses that talk about Jesus grew with in favor and in yes. wisdom, you yes. know, and just praying that over, over our grandkids, just, mm -hmm. just loving it. So, <laughs> you know what, before we end here, let's, let's pray for our listeners. Let's do that. Whatever comes to your mind. And why don't you lead off and, and then right. I'll close in prayer. Mm, thank you, father. Lord Jesus, what a, what an honor it is to, mm -hmm. to meet today, knowing that this message has legs to it. Lord, that you will take this and no matter when people are listening, no matter what is going on in our lives, that because we are coming in agreement, that we are meeting with you, that this is your invitation for whatever season of life that we are in. Father, growing older isn't something that we get to control. It happens. And then all of a sudden we get to see you, but growing wiser is optional. And Lord, that prayer of being able to, Father, have you come in and help us to grow in wisdom and to grow in stature and to grow in favor. Lord, that isn't something that's just needed for a specific time of our life. It's needed in every time of our life, especially now with what we are experiencing, Lord, in, in the entire globe, probably for the first time as humanity. More and more, we need the, um, the peace that passes understanding. We need to love one another as we have been loved. Mm -hmm. And so, Father, in whatever place that an, any woman comes to this study that is feeling the weight of a burden today, mm -hmm. I ask that you would give them the courage to cast their cares upon you mm -hmm. because you care for them today. Lord, would they be able to put those things in their hands Lord, naming each one of them, because it's important that we can mm -hmm. name them. Mm -hmm. We can't heal from what we are keeping secret from ourselves or secret from you so that we can name them. And then we place them, Lord, in your hands saying, Jesus, take these things. I release them to you. Mm -hmm. you, you, are, you are the creator. You are the one that longs to walk with me. You are the one that can move on our behalf with your angel armies. You have gone before me. And so, God, I release these things to you. And so, Father, mm -hmm. as, we, as we enter into this study where we are, <laughs> we are being stretched in the area of prayer, would we focus our eyes on the one who we are praying to? Mm -hmm. And at times, that the prayer of just help mm -hmm. is the greatest prayer that we can pray. Mm -hmm. It's not in our eloquence. It's in the one that we are lifting our prayers to. And we thank you for that, our Lord God. Mm -hmm. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I pray specifically for that mom who just has a burden for her children and that mm -hmm. grandma mm -hmm. who has a burden for her grandchildren. Yeah. Lord, I pray that you would encourage their, heart, her, their hearts right now. Mm 
and that she would realize the prayer of a righteous woman has much power. Yeah. And whether she feels powerful in prayer or not, mm. that doesn't matter. Our words don't matter. Our hearts, the expression of our hearts, that's what you're looking for. That's what you are listening to. That's what you're seeing, Lord. And Lord, may we learn to pour our hearts out. And Lord, for the woman who maybe has gone, I don't think I have conversations with God. I, I've never considered just asking him questions or talking with him. And I'm not sure I hear his voice. Lord, I pray. <laughs> Lord, like Pamela has stated, your sheep hear your voice. Yes. That is what the word says. Yeah. And daughter, you hear God's voice. You love Jesus. You love God. You are a sheep. You hear mm -hmm. his voice. The Proverbs say that we can train our ears. We can tune our ears to hear. Yes. And I'm going to be praying for you, sister. I'm going to be praying that you would begin to train your ear, quiet your heart, your ears would be open, and that you would begin to clearly hear God's voice. We pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I am so glad you joined us today. James 5.16 describes what happens when you pray. The effective prayer of a righteous woman can accomplish much. That word effective is the Greek word energio. Did you hear that word energy in that Greek word? Effective means that God's activity and work is happening inside of you and the people you love. When you pray, God takes your invitation and steps into your life and starts working. So hang in there, keep praying, and don't lose heart. God bless, and we'll be back next week with another podcast.